We acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the unceded, ancestral, and occupied traditional territory of the Anishinaabe Nation, the people of the three fires known as Ojibwe, Odawa, and Potawatomi Nations. And furthermore, we thank the Chippewa of Saugeen and the Chippewa of Nawash, now known as the Saugeen Ojibwe Nation, who are the traditional keepers of this land. As we live, work, surf, and play, we say mahalo to the Métis, Inuit, and Indigenous peoples of Turtle Island and from around the world who have stewarded these lands and sacred surf spots for thousands of years. We recognize their amazing resilience in the face of ongoing oppression and injustice. We believe that for true healing to occur, we must reflect and make serious changes while working together as we move forward in truth and reconciliation. We can be better, we can do better. Aloha, freshies. Welcome to Permastoked. I'm your host, Derek Hyatt. In this podcast, we talk to surfers and stand-up paddleboarders from across the Great Lakes, Canada, the U.S., and beyond. We take a peek into their lives and find out what it means to be stoked. Is it a natural state of euphoria, elation, a relentless commitment? I also talk to other Permastoked individuals, such as artists, entrepreneurs, filmmakers, musicians, philanthropists, yogis, and much more. Join us each week in learning from these experts and enthusiasts while being inspired by their undying passion, insights, and rad tales. Permastoke is presented by Freshwater Surf Goods, your surf brand devoted to spreading the stoke across the unsalted seas and cultivating pride amongst the surf community. We do this by providing products and apparel that celebrate the awesomeness of both Great Lakes and Canadian surf culture. Stand out in the tribe by rocking our gear. But hey, don't just stand around on the beach looking cool. Check out our Stoke Academy and try surfing and stand-up paddleboarding. Get away into beautiful Owen Sound, Sauble Beach, or Grey Bruce, where we offer Paddle Canada certified basic and advanced subcourses, tours, sub-surfing, and even beginner surfing lessons. Visit www.freshwatersurfgoods.com to sign up for your freshwater fantasy today. Want to get your zen on? Check out SUP Yoga and our Great Vibes Yoga, Meditation, and Healing classes. Aloha is a life force energy of loving and living in harmony. Through movement, meditation, and breath, our classes allow you to connect with your true self so you can spread great vibrations and the spirit of aloha throughout the global consciousness. Enjoy community and a chill atmosphere filled with great vibes and sacred ancient teachings delivered with humor and integrity. Hey Freshies, Derek Hyatt here broadcasting from my new home in the middle of the bush on the Northern Bruce Peninsula for the first time. Sorry for my absence, but I'm sure you can understand. And hey, happy International Surfing Day, everybody. That's today on Sunday. You're probably listening to this on Monday, which is International Day of Yoga. But most importantly, yesterday was Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all you fun dads out there. In this episode, very special episode, I explore the bond developed through surfing by this adorable father and son duo, Jamie and Jameson Walter, AKA the Great Lakes Surf Grom. The love they share, I mean, it is truly special. You can smell it a mile away through Jamie's gift to gab as he overpours with stoke over his son's surfing accomplishments and humble nature. 
you can hear one proud papa in this podcast. And hey, at the ripe old age of only nine, we talked to Jameson about his first seven years of surfing, tips and tricks for other kids you want to surf, and we chat with dad about how to introduce your child to surfing, and we examine how the Great Lakes Surf Grom Instagram profile really blew up. Before I go, a special shout out to all the dads out there, including those who are friends of Permastoke. Larry Cavero, Jack Norgren, Vince Durr, Dr. David Christopher Lane, Chris Dubay, Tim Blanchard, Eddie Castillo, Logan Landry, Matt Smolensky, John Smolensky, Lee Williams, Larry Williams, Jonathan Wayne Freeman, Tim Driscoll, Cam Hill, your stepdad buddy, that's just as important. Norm Han, Mark Sanders, Eugene of Great Lakes Surf Radar. Sorry, pal. Always struggle with your last name, bro, but we'll be getting you on an episode real soon. And of course, Drew Brophy and Dave Meisinger. Apologies if I missed anybody. I know there's a lot of great dads out there who listen to this, up, listen to this show. And hey, this episode was recorded on May 3rd, 2021. It's full of sweetness no swearing, listener discretion is advised to have your heart drop to the floor. Jamie and Jameson Walter, the Great Lakes Surfer Grom. How's it going, fellas? Welcome to Permastoke. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> We're doing great. How about yourself? Awesome. I'm doing so good. It's so good to have you guys here. So where am I talking to you two gentlemen from today? We are in what city, bud? Michigan. Oh, that's the state. Grand Haven. <laughs> Grand Haven, Michigan. Ah, how were you lucky enough to be born in Grand Haven, the Great Lakes surfing mecca? You actually, he actually wasn't born here. Where were you born? Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Ah, okay. So actually, was, a little bit of a country boy at heart. Yeah, he was born up in the mountains in Wyoming, and wow. uh, I grew up in Grand Haven, and we moved back here uh gosh when he was about a year and a half old okay right on and how old are you today jameson nine i had my birthday a few months ago oh wow right on what'd you get for your birthday a new surfboard no <laughs> what'd you get though you think fun i don't know any, <laughs> I can't remember. any I surf gear yeah okay well maybe you'll remember for uh for next year no problem. So, did you go out surfing today? No. No. When were you guys out last? Um, we were asked the last out the last few days. Like three days in a row, we went. Oh wow! On Sunday, I got to go out with a friend, and my mom didn't take pictures. The other two days, I was out with just my mom and my dad. On Sunday, the waves were big and awesome. Mm. Saturday. Yeah. Um, I had this really awesome wave when I was going really fast down the face and I launched and almost had an air. Oh wow. And also <laughs> <pretty> crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Saturday was May first. I completed a two year streak of surfing at least once every month. Wow. And Michigan and on the great. Yeah, so, wow. so so he he uh, at least once a month in Lake Michigan, 
for two years straight, 24 months straight. And that was just Saturday was May 1st. So he finally checked May, May off his uh, list. So. Oh, congratulations. Wow. So two yeah. years, once a month. And I take it there's some months you probably went quite a few times. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of those winter ones, I think we barely snuck in like this year. Yeah. We were watching the uh, the weather forecast and um, literally it was like waves, waves, waves on like uh, February 1st, February 2nd. And then it was going to get cold on the February 3rd, like, like, you know, 20 degrees Fahrenheit um, for like so many days are below and, and, but windy. So I knew that the wind would be blowing the ice in and it'd be freezing up. And then once it freezes over, you don't know how long it's going to stay. So I told yeah. him, I said, look, buddy, we've got one or two days on February 1st or February 2nd. If there's waves, we, we're going no matter what. And then we don't know how long we'll be iced. So literally we, we uh, surfed on February 2nd and it was awesome. It was like, he was like, like, well, overhead for him. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but, uh, and then it froze up literally the next day. And, um, um, we had been surfing a couple days before where literally we'd have to jump off the icebergs and get in, but little, it wasn't that deep. It was only about like me deep, but we knew that it was, the ice was coming. So, and then it didn't freeze the, the, the it didn't melt in our break here by our mm-hmm. house. It didn't melt until almost the end of March. So we uh, just sneaked in the, he just sneaked in the beginning of February and just got in the end of March. Otherwise the streak would have ended, but. So what do you do when you can't go surfing? Is it, do you get really sad and bored or how do you keep yourself busy? Um, I do homework, <laughs> but I don't have too much of that. Well, what do you do for fun though? What do I do for fun? I read a lot. You read a lot? Yeah, he, well, loves, he loves to read. Oh, what are you reading? Any um, surf books? I don't really have a book I'm reading right oh, okay. now. He likes a lot of like, um, what do you call it? Uh, what's the genre you like? Uh, like, uh, like dra- stuff like, like dragons and wizards. and wizards and stuff. Like he read all the Harry Potter ones like twice. Yeah. And then he read these Wings of Fire and then some other dragon chronicles or something. Yeah. And uh, what are the, is, is that mystery or not mystery? Um, mythical. Mythical or, or adventure or something. Oh, uh, like very cool. Like, yeah. Like fantasy but, stuff. But then you also like to do other sports. What other sports? Like in the like I, in the, when there's ice and stuff. What do you do in the winter? Well, I ski a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, he's, he started skiing about the same time he started surfing when he was two. Wow. And, uh, but you, what did you try this year though? I tried snowboarding at the end of the season. Ah, uh, so, yeah, because I thought I saw some pictures of you maybe ramping over your friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was on wow. last day. Last day of the season, he, his friends uh, decided they wanted to lay down, and he was jumping over them. So, oh, but, yeah, that's he, cool. So next year, he said he's going to get a snowboard and do try to do. We, there's a really cool little rope tow uh, in town here that's like all kids and stuff like that um, called Mulligan's Hollow, and that place is awesome. It's just all like kids having fun and a few adults kind of just cruising around and um but it's like open you know saturday and sunday and then it's open weeknights as well so he usually would ski you know four or five days a week last year so he's like yeah if i'm gonna ski that many days i'm gonna do both do both skiing so. and snowboarding wow yeah so, try see what he likes so are you one of those guys who's just good at everything he tries <laughs> yeah, it, it, it kind of it kind of sickening. He, he except for one sport, he sucks at. What's that? Basketball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Can't be good at everything. 
I guess it, was, it was so funny. Like literally my wife and I just kind of laugh. Like, you know, he, he tries something and he picks it up really easily, but literally yeah. he got on a basketball court. It was like literally the ball going everywhere. <laughs> like, like shooting the ball and he couldn't even hit the rim. Sorry, buddy, but it was bad. <laughs> I can hit the rim now. Now, but not that. So <laughs> that, was, that was pretty funny. So how old were you when you started surfing, Jameson? I was about two. Two? About two. I think wow. that, that when we first moved here, he was a year and a half old and we moved here like in the fall. And I think it was that next summer when he was like two when he first started surfing. So what does surfing look like for a two-year-old? <laughs> you want to tell them like how you remember what you remember? Well, you- I remember is my dad st- paddling me into waves on a paddle board and then oh, okay. me and standing me up, and then we'd ride him to shore. So oh, it was okay. like it was so much more like buoyant and like had more you know volume than like a longboard. So we would just ditch the paddle. I'd plop him on front of me, like sitting you know like crisscross applesauce, oh, and I'd okay. paddle paddle behind him. And then as soon as the wave would take us, I'd kind of hold him up by like the by the life jacket and kind of stand him on the tip of the board and ride him all the way to shore. Oh, while you were on the board as well? Yeah, so we would ride it like tandem. Oh, cool, like a tandem yeah. ride. Yeah, but then when, you, how old were you when you first, like a few years later that he started riding by himself. I'd say maybe, I don't know, five? Yeah, I think it was about five. Then, oh, okay. then we were, then what did we do then? Do you remember the first time you ever stood up on a board? What was you doing? I was surfing on my long board. Our neighbors were having a wedding on the a big wedding on the beach. Okay. They were all cheering me on when I had my first wave when I stood up. Oh. Yeah, it, was, it was pretty cool. It's like our neighbor's daughter had a big wedding reception. Yeah. And so I was out pushing him on his longboard and just these, I mean, barely ripples. I mean, enough that, that, that the, the board would actually go. And he was standing up and, you know, just like a starfish. Like, yeah. Just yeah. like riding all the way to shore. And all these people were like on the beach having this reception. We're just cheering him on. It was really, really uh, funny. So is that the minute that you got stoked? You think that was kind of what hooked it for you, probably? Like it was Maybe. like... Maybe. Yeah. I would say so. <laughs> so. So you caught your first wave. You were riding it in at the wedding reception. Um, so what was that feeling like that first time you caught a wave by yourself? Exciting. Yeah. And now, and now do you tell, do you have friends at school that surf as well? I have a couple, some of my best friends surf, but not many. Okay. And so when you tell other kids at school that you surf, do they think that that sounds kind of crazy or do they think it's cool or what do they think yeah, about they that think it's cool. they think it's pretty cool eh? yeah they just did a um a talent show but because of covid oh. they, did, they did a virtual talent show oh, okay. um and so they said you know parents and kids can make like vi- videos of their talents oh. and so we just took a bunch of like clips from him surfing and edited like a little one minute video and put some uh I don't know, we put some Weezer music, you know, surf oh, wax. super cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put some music to it. And so, yeah, you that take was take your board. What's it? You take your car to work. I'll I ride my board. My yeah, board. Yeah, yeah, right on. Yeah, threw that out there. So it was pretty funny. And, and yeah, so that they played, then they played it at his school. Like they've got every morning, they've got like a news. Was it? Mm, it's called a Rosie Mountain News. Rosie Mountain News. So it's like a little news broadcast every morning that they do over oh, their okay. TV system. So every morning they show a couple of different videos of the talent show. And so 
They showed uh, his yeah. on, on the one day. So. so that sounds like the coolest show and tell I've ever heard of. <laughs> Pretty cool, so, huh? yeah. so are you actually going to school right now or are you at home? Yeah. yeah? Okay. How well, are I've things been... over in, how are things like over in Michigan? Is everybody still masked and... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's um we've got uh I think as far as in the states right now, we're one of the worst as far as the most cases right now. Oh, okay. Um we were really, really good in the beginning, like like everything locked down. And so I don't know if it's a combination of that not a lot of people had exposure and then now they got it, but then also like I think a lot of people in this in the state have the um that UK variant or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and it's also hitting the kids hard. So he's had nobody in his classroom has had it, um, but other oh, kids in school have had it. So that certain classrooms, if somebody gets it, they've got to go, the whole class has to quarantine for two weeks. So oh, okay. luckily his class hasn't had to, And but they, they, they keep them all together and they do class together with masks on. And then when they go outside, they take their masks off and play, but they're not allowed to interact with the other classrooms. They have to just play together. So it's, oh, okay. I mean, it's better than staying at home with mom and dad. For sure, yeah. So what do you think of all this mask stuff, Jameson? Kind of strange or just... Yeah, it's pretty strange, but I've gotten used to it. So. Yeah. We, we were down in Florida uh, for spring break. Um, uh, my wife and I both had gotten you know, our vaccines. And so we went down to visit grandma and grandpa. And um, so we were someplace and I was like, it was like outside and it was we weren't around other people. And I was like, Jameson, you can take your mask off. It was interesting because he was like, I, I'm like, don't, no, don't be afraid or anything. He's like, I'm not afraid. I was like, I don't want to be the, the one kid who gets it in my class. So we all have to go home. He's like, he didn't want to be the. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're being pretty, pretty responsible young man. Wow. Yeah. I got to kind of, this is the kind of thing where you're not just looking out for yourself. You're sort of looking out for everybody around you too. Eh? Yep. Definitely. Yeah. yeah but Hey, you got one thing in your life that that's really good. Well, a couple things. You got awesome parents, but you also got surfing, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, like, how was that? Could you imagine if you didn't have surfing? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Last last year when they went, because he did go vir- like everybody went, you know, went virtual the first you know two three months or whatever. Oh, okay. So he was home, you know, for what three months virtual, and I was working from home. My wife was working from home. That. And we live pretty close to the beach, like oh, okay. you know, like a house away. Like there's a house between us and the lake. Um, oh, okay. And um, so it, it was kind of nice because then I could just you know put my do not disturb on my on my uh, on my email, and we would just go out surf for, you know, if there was a little swell coming in or something. So that was kind of nice thing about him doing virtual when oh, he was there. Nice, we could kind of yeah. surf whenever he wanted, and we actually went up north to my uh, north. A little ways up north, my parents have a cottage that's on Lake Michigan. Oh, okay. And so we did that for two or three weeks, and he did virtual school up there. And that was great because then we literally could just, like, look out the window. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's waves. Let's go. Wow. Okay. You got it good, man. I don't remember getting to go surfing when I was in school. So that (laughs) is a a pretty good perk from this whole COVID thing, actually. Wow. That is wild. Um, yeah, so Jameson, what kind of board are you riding these days? I've been riding short boards, mm. trick boards. Yeah, he's got some, he's got a good, three. he's got like three, three performance boards. He's got one that he made 
um, with uh, no coast surfboards here in Grand Rapids. Oh, okay. So um, he got to, it was really cool. So Ken at no coast contacted us uh, last year and was like, Hey, you know, you, you, you think Jameson might want a performance board, a little short board. Cause before that he was just riding a foamy yeah. and, um, and we were like, yeah, but it'd be really fun for us to kind of learn how to shape it. So Jameson and I actually got to go help shape it. And then we kind of put a pin in it over the winter as far as like glassing and stuff. And then it got, and then COVID happened. And so Ken ended up glassing it himself, but we helped kind of do the graphics on it and stuff. Um, Oh, nice. What'd you do? We just did some pinstripes, some like black pinstripes. And then he he designed this cool logo or or I helped him design this cool logo for it and stuff. So I will show later. Um, But then it was, was, uh, but then it was crazy because while we were waiting for that to get glassed, then there was um, uh, the Godaskis brothers. Well, two of them, Tanner Godaskis was doing this crazy thing on Instagram where he was like, hey, I've got this super cool um, CI rocket wide Grom size surfboard. I want to give away to the most stoked Grom in the U.S. And just oh. enter a, you know, your, your mom and dad and kids make a little video and send in a video. And so we helped him make an edit of a bunch of you know him surfing and he sent that in. And so Tanner and his brother Dane picked him to win. So he's got this little Grom size uh, Channel Island rocket wide. Oh, wow. And then on top of that, little spoiled guy over here. <laughs> um, he, he doesn't know how good he's got it. Out of wow. the blue, out of the blue, um, Kevin Schultz sends him a brand new board too last year. Oh, wow. Man, what so, a lucky guy. Yeah. So, so Kevin went when he was riding for chemistry. He yeah. went to uh, he went to chemistry and said, "Hey, I want to make a board point size for Jameson of the same one I ride." So, um, so yeah, so Jameson's got three awesome, awesome little little boards. They all have a little bit different. One's a pintail, one's squash tail, one's round tail, um, but they all have a little bit different volume, different size. So oh, okay. he's kind of got them dialed in on when he rides them and stuff. But uh, I always joke, I'm like. Dude, you're nine and you got a way better quiver than I've got. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, that's a and that's a growing quiver. Wow. Yeah, and the other and right now he's uh is working on on um Ken's working on a uh a fun shape, a little bit bigger uh kind of a fun shape board that uh you know something a little bit more progress that he can he can progress uh, okay. on. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Oh. Um, so, hey, can, do you know who asked you to be on the show? Someone recommended you be on the show. Do you know who that was? Kevin. You got it. Kevin Schultz. He asked for me to have you on the show. That's pretty cool, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought so, too. So what do you think of Kevin? What does he kind of, what does he mean to you in the whole, in your surfing career? He's my role model. He's yeah. the guy I look up to. So what is it about Kevin that makes him a good role model for you? What do you think about how he serves or who he is as a person? What do you think about? He's a really nice person just yeah. in general. And he's also a great surfer. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys yeah. kind of look like brothers. <laughs> you know, he's got, the, he's got way longer hair, though. Yeah, the blonde <laughs> and kind of blue eyes or whatever. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, I mean, we can't say enough nice things about Kevin. He's, he, it's like, it was the craziest thing how we kind of connected. It was like, I know he came out to Canada before the, mm-hmm. uh, he's been out to Canada a bunch surfing up in Nova Scotia. And yeah. uh, 
he somehow, I think I hooked up with some of the, I think maybe it was the guys from surf the greats, uh, took yep. him some places, maybe Huron, I think it was, or some places. And Jameson and I were, saw a video of him, you know, hit, you know, hitting airs like yeah, on Lake Huron. And it was, lakes, in, yeah. it was insane. And, and Jameson was like, <laughs> holy cow. And we didn't really know at that point, we weren't really sure. James, at that point, Jameson wasn't really like following professional surfing at all. You know, he wasn't really checking things out. Um, and so we were kind of like, oh, who's this guy? Is like, who's this like Kevin Schultz? And so we like Googled his name and it's like, yeah, Southern California. We saw the, the video of him doing a flip, a backflip yeah. in the wave pool. Yeah. And so Jameson decided he was going to write him a letter. So he got out a piece of paper, wrote out like, hey, Kevin Schultz, I think you're awesome. You're, you're incredible at airs. Can you like give me some pointers at you know, getting airs on, on the Great Lakes? And so this was like a Friday night. I don't remember, like we were just like home on a Friday night. And so he wrote this and I took a screenshot with it and I messaged him on, on Instagram and it was like, you know, just, I was like, Oh, we'll take a stab, stab in the dark. Maybe I'll hear back from him. Maybe not. And he was like, yeah. and he like literally wrote me back or, you know, wrote back in like 10 minutes or half hour wow. or whatever. And said, hey, it's Friday night. I'm out with friends, but I'll, you know, this is awesome. I'll totally, you know, and so like the next morning, in the inbox on Instagram, there was like a message, like handwritten out from Kevin mm. saying, Hey, Jamison, this is awesome. You know, this is what you want to do. Like, you know, it seems like the second wave of the sets in the Great Lakes is the best. Look for the second one, paddle as hard as you can, get as much speed as you can, and then just launch it. <laughs> something something uh, like that. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So then ever since then, you know, they follow each other on Instagram and they, they communicate and, and um, you know, every now and then they'll FaceTime each other or, or Jameson will send Kevin like little videos and say, Hey, any pointers you've got on this and uh, any tips. And so then they'll FaceTime and Kevin will be like, okay, what if you move your arm like this or rotate like uh, this? Or, so it's uh, it's really crazy. That so, is rad. So yeah. you are, you are a fan, but he is also a fan of you. I mean, that is cool. Yep. So it's, it's pretty wow. amazing. Hopefully, so, I mean, they've never met in person, but you know, we keep on talking about, you know, Kevin coming back to the great lakes and surfing or us going out to, California and serving with him. So I have a feeling you guys will make that happen. He's a pretty uh, accessible guy. So yeah, he, he is, like I said, by far just the nicest, most genuine like human being and on top of being just a phenomenal surfer. He just is so, so nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a pretty great dude. Um, so what kind of advice did he give you, Jameson, for hitting those airs? My dad already said most of it. Okay. But yeah, go fast. Go as fast as you can. Just hit it, launch, and then turn your board. And then when you land, like try and go down the face. Oh, okay. So where is your air game at currently? Is it coming along? He almost he he has first. So last year we were serving these crazy wedges down by the rock pile, which is the pier in Grand Haven. And so we were kind of just off the rock pile, right, where they kind of get this reform. And he was surfing these crazy wedges, and he literally was just launching. And, like, literally the board would go one direction, he go the other. That was his wow. kind of first, first experience, <laughs> like, being above the lip. And yeah. then, like, uh, like he just mentioned on Saturday, he was just screaming down the face. So usually I'm out – like, I'm usually out in the water with him. And then his mom is either in the water, usually with us, like, either videotaping in the water or she's on shore shooting – so if it's a really big wave, like after he takes off, 
if it's a small wave, I can see his little head kind of going on the wave, yeah. but a big wave, I just, he's gone. And so yeah. literally he went down a, a big wave and like, I could kind of see him pumping every now and then I could see his head. And he just was all of a sudden screaming. And then he just launched and I saw the board turn sideways. So he, I, I think the tail of the board was just barely still touching the lip and he didn't quite land it. He landed uh, on the board, but it was sideways. And then he like fell but that was by far the closest he ever got. Like I'm oh, okay. sitting there like, oh, yeah. yeah. So you were super close. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, well, Kevin told me that the trick to learning aerials is you got to get comfortable with missing a lot of waves. Yeah. Because you're out there, you're trying to do the airs. You're going to watch a lot of good ones go by. So yeah. Looking for the air one. So yeah, we talk about looking for, you know, looking for the sections when you're going down the face of the wave, you're, you're looking ahead and say, okay, is that a air section or is that a spray or is that a floater? So, but the, the biggest thing right now is really just the timing, you know, at, at his age and stuff, it's like, okay, he, he sees something and he knows what he wants to do, but then between the brain and the body doing it, it doesn't always. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, it's, so I love that like a chest high wave for us is what? Probably shoulder height for you, Jameson? He's only about four and a half feet tall. So. Okay, because those waves, I mean, they look really big next to him, yeah. right? But so. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, and then he squats down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like Sometimes there are six feet of them. Yeah, he's, he's definitely wow. been in some ones that have been, you know, overhead, you know, probably would even be shoulder high or head high for me. He's got a, some pretty big surf. So. so do you ever get scared out there, Jameson? Or, or how do you feel with the conditions? Sometimes on big ones, I kind of back out. Okay. I think it's like gonna close out or something, so okay. I like don't go because I'm worried. Yeah, he's had a couple a couple of big wipeouts and stuff. Like you know, pretty typical like all of us. Yeah. But you know, a couple of times where it's like I'm with him and I'll be, and like there'll be a good wave coming and he'll be like, no, no, no. I'm like, dude, you can do it. You can do it. And then every now and then when he gets one of those big ones, then he's like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. So how did the whole Instagram thing come? about so this was like just it kind of like blew up and was kind of crazy it wasn't like anything that was intentional at all like mm -hmm. so like most people so i'm mid 40s and like most people in their like 40s and stuff they're all like facebook and nobody like lot, most people do facebook and not instagram at my age and yeah. the kids instagram and stuff yeah and so like I, and I had always just done Facebook as a way to keep keep in contact with my college friends and show them what, you know, my family's doing and see what they're doing. Yeah, and so exactly. as he started like surfing and stuff like that, like I would be posting his surfing stuff and I was, and all my friends like, oh, that's super cool, you know, whatever. And then I started thinking about it. the real reason I liked Facebook was because I could go back and, you know, those time hop things where it shows you the history. Like I yeah. like go back, like looking at like old stuff and almost treating it like a, like, like a, a virtual or digital, like, like, like photo album. Yeah, and, which we don't really keep anymore. So. Exactly. Nobody yeah. keeps a photo album. So I'm like, this is how I go back and look at old photos and say, oh, yeah, yeah on this date a year ago, I was doing this and stuff. Yeah. And so I was like, as he was getting older and I was posting more and more of his stuff, I was like, well, when he gets older, he's going to want to like look back at his stuff, but then he's going to have to go to my Facebook account to look at his stuff. So then I was like, it really makes more sense for him to have like his own Facebook account where he can like have his own like photo album. And then I started like talking to my nieces and nephews and stuff. And they're like, 
know, Facebook is like old person stuff. Like go to, go to Instagram. <laughs> so, so then I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll try Instagram because that seems like it's what you know kids are doing. And I wanted it to last as long as possible. Yeah. So if you actually go to his Instagram page and literally look at like the first like 60 photos or 30 photos or whatever, they're literally all posted on the exact same day. Because oh, I went okay. back and I took a bunch of like old stuff from like when he was like a baby surfing like at the beach. I literally took all this old stuff and post literally posted it like one after the other. Oh, and okay. then it was like, so that way it kind of like started him at when he was the first surfing. And then when we got to like, you know, current time, then it was like, as he did something cool, we would, you know, post it. It's mostly surfing. There's, I mean, there's some like skiing and other stuff on there, yeah. but uh, you know, it started off, like I said, just as a virtual thing to, to have a place that he could st- look. But then it was crazy. Cause like literally within a couple of weeks or a month, like people were like, you know, like on Facebook, you have to request to have a friend and yeah. on Instagram, you just follow. So I'm like, okay, yeah, people it's are. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, people are following my, at that time, you know, seven-year-old kid on Instagram looking at his surfing stuff. And it ended up being mostly like other surfers on the Great Lakes or like kids surfers from like all over the world were following him. Mm. And so then then we were like, oh, this is kind of cool. So then he started following back and started like seeing what other kids were doing around the world and like, and then started following other like Great Lakes surfers. And we were like, oh, wow, I didn't know they surfed there. Or wow, I look at the waves of that place. That's insane. So it was really kind of cool. Like we just kind of by accident kind of discovered this whole Great Lakes. Like we knew that like the Grand Haven surfing community and stuff like that, but we didn't really know it, how far and how many other Great Lakes uh. surfers there were until like it's just started blowing up on on instagram so it's really kind of cool so now it's like you know we talk to people like you and we're like hey let's go surf there or let's go over and you know surf you know lake erie or let's go surf that you know we we haven't had a chance to do it yet but like it's stuff we'd like to do so so at what point did you realize like hey this isn't just uh, our own little personal thing like this is really catching the attention of others um, yeah, probably about the time when it was like all these other people started following yeah. him. Like, like I think like when it was Great Lakes, it was one thing, but then, cause that was like really cool. Cause, cause for me personally, I was like, you know, growing up a Great Lakes surfer myself, but yeah. not really leaving the Grand Haven bubble too much, too far. Yeah, other yeah. A few trips like over to, to Sheboygan and stuff. Like I really hadn't gotten out of the bubble. So to me to see all this other stuff and be like, oh, that's a cool place. We could take a road trip and go surf there. Like that for me personally was cool. But then the stuff that was kind of mind blowing was like, you know, like he's got like these little girls from like um, Spain that follow him. And like, there's a little wow. boy from Japan and there's like these kids from South Africa and Australia following him and kids from Hawaii and, and like all over the world, like these other little kids that are his age that they follow each other. And that those kids think that, that what he's surfing on the great lakes is cool. That's yeah. kind of like, it's like, wow, this is kind of amazing. Wow. Like, yeah, it really yeah. is. And so- that's funny. And then Sorry, they like they communicate and they and it's like so he's gotten like invitations like hey if you guys ever want to take a, a, a spring break or a road trip and go you know out to California and come surf with us or hey if you're in this place come surf with us so it's like now he's kind of got these little connections or we have these little connections where yeah. if we wanted to surf someplace it's kind of like we we're not going in blind we've got you know a, somebody kind of give us a little locals perspective or or, or stuff so yeah absolutely. So where did the name Great Lakes Surfer Grom come from? Um, that was just kind of like again, I, I when I did look into to Instagram, 
-hmm. Everybody, at least that I was looking at, had screen names. They weren't using their, okay. their names. Yeah. So it was kind of like, okay, well, this is really going to be about surfing. It wasn't just about, it wasn't about skiing. It was, about, it was about surfing. And he's a Grom and he surfs on the Great Lakes. So it was like Great Lake Surf Grom. So it was Perfect. like, yeah, that's so catchy too. Yeah. Well, at some point he's not going to be a Grom. So then he'll yeah. have to figure out if he wants to change it or something. But so are um, you ever, Jameson, are you ever out at the surf break or out and about and somebody recognizes you and says hey that's the great lake surfer ground yeah yeah he's been a few places where people recognize him and i i always just kind of laugh and, and yeah. uh, he, he gets a little embarrassed sometimes and stuff but he kind of you know waves and stuff it's, it's usually a couple times happening at a couple surf shops or sometimes like when we're getting dressed at the at the like if we when we don't surf at home but we go to like a break or something yeah people recognize him so so you got this really cool instagram channel Lots of people are following it. Um, what do you hope to do with it, Jameson? Like, what are you hoping to accomplish with your Instagram feed and your surfing? Or you just want to have fun? I, I you know, to be honest with you, I think that all I said, the Instagram part, like yeah. that, that to, to me is just more just like fun. You know, mm -hmm. like if he meets people and we learn about like cool breaks that we can like go, that he can go like surf at and stuff, that's awesome. Yeah. But um so just keep continue connecting yeah. with people and really getting more involved in the community that's awesome yeah because the photos are you know the photos as a viewer they're just really inspiring and fun and uplifting and it's great watching you i think uh you know like your dad i grew up surfing the great lakes so to see somebody sort of like a second generation of a great lake surfers it's so awesome to see the the stoke is just like pouring out of you, man. It's like you were born in a in a bowl of stoke. Yeah, thanks, thanks, mom, for all the pictures. So we, he had he had a one guy, uh, this, this awesome guy who lives up north from us, who said, "Hey, I want to take some pictures." And so he shot some of Jameson, uh, I think a year and a half ago. A couple sessions oh, okay. came out and, and did it, but otherwise. You know, 99.9% .9 of all the videos and photos his mom takes. So oh, she's okay. like, she's the one behind the camera, like in the cold, 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 either in the water with us or on shore, freezing her butt off. So she so, has learned how to become a, a surf photographer, basically. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. She's always kind of like, she never, she's one of those people who has this amazing artistic talent, but never realized it until oh, okay. like recently, like, she got her first like you know camera phone and started taking photography with her camera phone. It was like taking these amazing shots with a camera phone, okay. and um, then kind of started getting getting into it a little bit. And and um, yeah, so then we we bought a we bought a GoPro, and she's like, okay, I'm gonna get in the water with it because the first few shots she actually had her iPhone and was like in the water, like uh, okay. okay, I'm gonna try not to drop this in the water while I'm shooting him. Yeah. So yeah, she's got some. She's got a really good eye. So are you confident enough, Jameson, to surf right up to your mom and then just turn right before her? Yeah, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> he, he's, he's almost hit her like two or three times. Okay. Where he literally is like right at her and, uh, and like just turns at the last second. So it's, gotcha. So it's become a bit of a prank for you then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah, I think, he, I, think, I think we actually posted a few photos where he's like going by her and just like laughing, just like. I, I, it makes me kind of nervous because I know how much that would hurt. And so, yeah, really. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, we've gotten we've actually gotten her out on a few waves. Uh, she's she uh, she's she's a former snowboarder when we lived out west. Oh, okay. And so we get her up on a few waves every now and then. But she just really likes the, the photography part of it. Oh, that's amazing. So what other waves have you been to, uh, Jameson, other than your Grand Haven break? Been up and down the west coast of Michigan, but that's about it. We haven't okay. surfed that. Have you, he's oh, you haven't surfed. Have you surfed the ocean yet? No. No, yeah, that's right. You told me this. Yeah, that's right. You haven't. Oh, okay, great. He's so, uh, that would be a big thing. He's gone as far south as St. Joe, and then oh, as okay. far north as just like um, uh, like Montague area. That's as far north he's okay. been. You know, ho- hopefully we'll he'll be able to get out on the rest of the Great Lakes and explore more of Michigan this summer. Yeah, um, be, hopefully travel will be a little bit easier, and and then when things open up a little bit more in Canada, get over and, and surf with you guys and other places in Canada and stuff. Um, yeah, that'd be great. We'd love to have the Great Lakes Surfer Grom up in Canada. Yeah, and then we've got, and then yeah, the, the ocean. We've been trying to get down to the ocean. We were, um, oh, we've been trying to do like a family trip down to like Costa Rica, yeah, and do like a, a family surf down there and get mom in the water and and uh, and do that. But that kind of again has got got pushed off. And then yeah. uh, you know some of the, some of the other friends that he's made, you know, maybe go out and visit some friends in California or New Jersey or other cool places. Yeah. So what are some dream waves you want to get to, Jameson? California, the Great Lakes. Well, but is there certain breaks though? Or like where does where does Kevin serve all the time? I wanna go to Lower Lower Trestles. Lower Trestles, yeah. Yeah, he wants to serve Lower Trestles and then you see what's the what's some of the waves you like to watch on videos? Any other places? Or that you play on your game that you want to go check out? I want to go to the Margaret River that I play on my. So he's got one of those. We got one of those surfing game, the games that you know. Have you ever seen that? What is that? Real surf or what is it called? True surf. True surf. Have you ever played this? No. True surf surf is like a video game. Okay. And so it actually has like real breaks that you go. So he loves surfing Margaret River on uh, on the and pipelines. Oh, I was going to ask you about pipeline. Yeah. I think he's. I think he set his bar a little high, but we'll see. Might be a little while till you get the pipeline. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, where's some of the other places you? Wave pool. I wave, really want to surf. Wave he really pool. wants to go check out a wave pool. Yeah. Someday. So you know what you need to do? You need to really train yourself so you can show Kevin up on that stab high wave. Heck yeah! <laughs> I don't know. Every time, every time Kevin posts something, it's like even more insane than the last thing he did so yeah you have to really figure out a, a special move so um so great Lakes surfing now do you think that you're gonna get into any competitions or anything like that eventually i don't really have any over here no? okay. uh, do you guys have any over there because really on this around lake michigan there really hasn't been any at least for a while yeah like i know the Dairyland classic doesn't happen anymore um and the Great Lakes Surf Festival. I know you're wearing that shirt. Do they have yeah. a competitive element to that? Yeah. No. Well, okay. they, they do. A, they do a competitive like paddleboard race as part of it. Okay. But it's more of like a. It's more of like a um, information like, like people look like learning to surf or learning to paddleboard. They do like a yoga. They do yeah. some kite surfing. It's kind of like an introduction to everything like water sports. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like when I grew up, um, we had like a chapter of the ESA. 
So yeah. I would compete in like the ESA, like bodyboarding, skimboarding, surfing, all the different divisions I would compete in. Um, but that, you know, is long gone. Oh, okay. um, so yeah, I think you know, if, if there ever was anything around the Great Lakes that was a competition, I'm sure he would probably be up for it. Yeah. yeah I've even thought about like, if we go sometime down to like Florida to visit grandma and grandpa, they, yeah. I mean, they literally, I, we, we see stuff about all these little kids in Florida. They have like competitions like every single weekend. Yeah. Like, Okay. Maybe throw the boards in and go try it out. Well, I will let you know if something comes up because I'd love to see you in a Great Lakes competition. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to Matt Smolensky, and yeah, those were pretty normative. So oh, yeah. yeah, it sucks to yeah. hear that that doesn't happen anymore. No, yeah, he was a few. He's um, he's a few years younger than me, but like we grew up around the corner from each other. So yeah, we. I used to go watch his dad surf and stuff when I was growing up, and then okay. I got older, and Matt would watch me surf and stuff like that. So it's oh, yeah. right on. That's kind of that, that change. Well, I got to say, you know, I've seen lots of pictures of Matt and some of the, and the doc and some of the other guys uh, at the rock pile. So to see Jameson at the rock pile, you know, surfing off that pure bounce wave, that was pretty rad because I know yeah. that that's no, that's no easy wave. I've been told. No, he has, he's only gotten, he hasn't gotten like right up next to the rock pile. Oh, yet. Okay. He's gotten, he hasn't jumped off the pier yet. He's gotten, oh, okay. um, the one day when he was hitting those wedges, we were probably, I don't know, maybe like, like 50 meters away, 75 meters away from the actual edge of the pier. Is that what? Oh yeah. So yeah, we, there was one day when we were pretty close. We were maybe only like, you know, 10, 20 meters from the pier. And it was like, um, no, you think closer or farther? Like maybe Closer to 20 feet. Okay. So he thinks it's um, But uh, so, so the pier in Grand Haven, they, they were doing, a re, they were fixing it. The, the uh, Army Corps of Engineers was, was fixing the water or fixing okay. the pier. So they took the, there's the iconic cat boardwalk that's on top of it that lights up. Okay. They took that all off. Um, and then they raised enough money to put the catwalk back on and then put the lights on it. So they had this really cool lighting of the pier ceremony uh two summers ago oh, okay. and um and i can't remember who i can't remember which uh if it was doc or some of the other guys were like sending out these facebook posts like hey any surfers that want to come on down to the pier i don't know if there's gonna be waves if not we're gonna do a paddle out if there are we're gonna surf you know during the lighting of the pier oh cool. so we're like sweet let's go so we went down there and it ended up just being these tiny little waves and there was about a half a dozen guys out there mm. um and they were on longboards riding, but he was be able to ride them because you know they're prom size waves. Yeah. So he's he's riding these tiny little waves, and it's it's a beautiful sunset. And there's literally like hundreds, if not thousand, people on the beach watching. And then uh, as the sun's going down, they turn the lights on the pier, and then they start fireworks going off. So he's wow. like surfing like with the fireworks going off and stuff like that. And, that must and, have been uh, a pretty cool experience. Yeah, that was that was that was definitely pretty cool and stuff, and and people were uh, yeah, everyone was kind of cheering on and uh, and uh, yeah. So Jameson, what's the biggest wave you think you've been on? If you had to guess, overhead. Yeah, huh? probably overhead. Maybe yeah. over Dad's head. Maybe, oh, maybe wow. Probably overhead for me. So yeah. six. Six foot, so wow. two, two meters. And have you gotten right in the tube before? Yeah, I have, but I really? jumped off. 
Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Right. You're right. He he started he started getting tubed on a closeout, and he okay. freaked out, and jumped off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. You I wouldn't necessarily call that a tube because you didn't ride out of it. So you got. But it's it was funny. Wow. Yeah. He, he, it was funny. He like his my wife was saying. Yeah, I think he got covered up on that one, and we went back and looked at the photos that she took, and sure enough, he's like he's like literally tucking in, and, the, and it's coming in. And just as it's breaking over the top of him, you see him like he goes one way and the board goes the other way. And I'm like, what did you do? Like, that's like the like, that's where you were exactly where you wanted to be. He goes, I got scared. Wow. Wow. So, Jamie, like, how does this compare to, you know, taking your kid down to the baseball diamonds on the weekend? Like, oh, uh, well, this you. is way more. This is way yeah. more fun. For me. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, I don't uh, even play baseball. No, but you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, um, you know, the American the, pastime is baseball, but you you found the the real the real yeah. cool activity. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's it's. I mean, because it's my favorite thing to do mm-hmm. as far as all the sports I've ever played. I mean, I skied, played you know American football, uh, basketball, volleyball, rugby. You I mean you name it? I've pretty much trained almost every sport. But this is the, the one that I've always just gravitated and given me the most pleasure out of doing. So um, I hope I didn't really push him too much in the beginning. I think I think when he was young, we really wanted um, – we uh, – I don't think we really were trying to push him into anything. I think we were just were trying to expose him to as many water activities as possible. Okay. We live, I mean, living in Grand Haven, it's a, it's a water community, beach community – yeah. And I wanted him to be familiar and safe and comfortable in the water. Yeah. So it was like, you know, paddle boarding, swimming, bodyboarding, skimboarding, surfing, um, you know, anything that we could do in the water, we, we exposed him to. So that way there was a comfort level that he was never afraid of or that he felt safe in. Um, and I just, I'm glad that he gravitated towards surfing and that, you know, I kind of gave him a little nudge. It was like, hey, this is kind of fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So what was that feeling like when you saw him surf for the first time or really embrace the sport? Um, I think like the first time, like when when uh, when he had those first waves by himself, when he's talking about that that wedding yeah. party with my background, like that, I was just kind of like, this is so cool. Like he's yeah. riding waves by himself. Um, and like, and um, but then as he started transitioning from that, just that big board where you're just like pushing him and he's going straight and not doing mm-hmm. anything. And when he started transitioning to like a, a short board and he was like able to like turn it and go down the line yeah. and start actually doing stuff intentionally. Mm-hmm. Like that was like really, really cool to see that. And then to see him like be enthusiastic about it. Like when yeah. he was like, I want to go do this or I want to go do that. Or I'm like, Hey, let's go surfing today. Sweet. That sounds great. Um, you know, getting used to the cold water, I think, took a little bit yeah, of time. I yeah. think there's some times when we were like, hey, it's, let's go surfing today. And he's like, yeah, it's too cold, Dad. And I'm like, come uh, on, buddy, let's go do it. Like, so now, now I think he's getting a lot more used to the cold water. But for a while there, it was like, cold water, Dad? I don't know about that. So if your dad gets an ice beard, do you ever get ice hair or do you got it all tucked in? Yeah. <laughs> It's all tucked in. He gets yeah. he gets the icicles like on his like chin, Wet like suit. on the wetsuit or off uh, of like the, okay. zi- the zippers and stuff like that. So. so, how do you feel about winter surfing now? Are you happy? Are you fine with it now, or do you, are there still days that are a little too cold for you? 
There's still days that are cold, but I still go. Though oh, okay. I sometimes get really cold. Yeah, so those those sessions are shorter. Okay. Definitely. It's it's funny his like uh on the days that that his mom's is, is photographing from shore, she'll kind of like keep like a, not a stopwatch, but she'll kind of have like a timer on her phone oh, or okay. something. So, cause when we're out there, we're just kind of like surfing and having fun and not really thinking so much about the cold. And so she'll be like, we've got like hand signals and stuff that's like time to come in. Like it's, yeah. it, he's been out there long enough. So, um, he, so I'm, a lot, I'm a lot bigger guy. So I've got some more yeah, body heat yeah. than he does. So if he started surfing when he was two and you're 11 now, when did nine, the, nine, uh, nine, or nine sorry. Yeah. When did the the skill really show up? Like, I'm just curious from a standpoint of, you know, I'm not a dad yet, but I'm watching you and I'm thinking, I want to do this exact same thing and somehow do it. That It's not like the whole Tiger Woods thing. You want to do it like you, where they really embrace it and love it, right? Probably around seven or eight. Yeah, okay. Seven, eight? I was going to say a little bit earlier, to be honest. Yeah. I think when you first got a shortboard was when you first started. No, but when I got my shortboard, yeah. I was going straight a lot. Yeah. But then when I got the Channel Island, that's when I really started. Okay. When he first got on like a fiberglass board and he was able to start like, was, like doing even more. Because even though he's got like one of those little um, um, wave bandit, like foam ones, which yeah. is a great kid board and stuff. And, and he can actually turn that pretty well. But because of the rail is kind of chunky, like he would have to like grab a rail and kind of like pull it. To uh, kind of get yeah. it. Like if he wanted to go like down the line, like really tight, he'd like leaning over and grabbing the rail and turning, um, which, you know, it, it worked out just fine. But yeah, once he started getting onto, you know, different hard boards uh, and performance boards, then he was really just able to start, like really start progressing and stuff. Okay. So. And is it hard to find wetsuits for, for him? Yeah, it's like almost, it's almost impossible. Wow. I mean, and especially also with like with like you know with with the pandemic, everybody's buying every single piece of outdoor equipment they can. So it was so it's like, yeah, not too many brands make um, kids wetsuits, and if they do, not too many of them make like winter wetsuits. So yeah. the first the first winter, he surfed um, up until about December. We actually were layering two wetsuits on top of each other. Um, <laughs> he, he would wear like a like a two millimeter like spring suit, like shorty, yeah. underneath like a four millimeter um, full suit, and then we'd have a hood tucked in. Um, and and then um, yeah, and so that he was getting cold because he was getting flushed, and it yeah. just was, and it was hard to move around. So I remember when we first got him his first like five mil hooded suit. Um, and it was like literally the only one we could find, only brand, only size, like, and luckily it fit him. Um, and that was like a game changer because now the flushing didn't happen as, happen as much and it was, he could move around better. His feet would still get kind of cold. So then we figured out that he's got like five mil boots that on the really cold days, he wears like a one millimeter, like knee high sock, and then like a three millimeter short sock. And then his five millimeter boots over on top of that. So he's got, what is that? Uh, nine nine millimeters on his feet, <laughs> wow. but usually usually it's his face that's exposed to like the wind, it, or his feet are usually what gets the coldest. You know, his hands aren't too bad because he's got yeah. mittens on, so they can kind of stay pretty warm. But it's his face when his face gets wet, and then the wind just whips in his face because you know I mean 
Great Lakes surfing, how many days do you actually get to surf when the wind's dead? And yeah, maybe yeah. there's that one day where it's like blown all day and then the wind dies and then you've got like an hour of really, really good surf. But otherwise yeah. you got wind and it's like whipping in the face and stuff. So yeah, a few days I went to go surfing, but honestly, it was, I don't even know what you call what I was doing. It was more like being blown around on the beach while holding a longboard. <laughs> I felt like one of those weather vanes, like the winds were just crazy here on the weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, so that's a pretty cool uh, math, like math equations to figure out for a kid. Like if you're wearing a two mil booty with a three mil booty over it, how much mils is your booty? Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so, awesome. But now that he's getting bigger now, hopefully the site is going to be a little bit easier, but still it's a challenge. The hardest is really the wetsuits are really hard to find thicker, but the boots and the gloves and the mittens are like next to impossible. I mean, okay. literally next to impossible. Like his mittens are uh, adult extra extra small and they're so they're a little bit big on him but yeah the boots i was are gonna just, say yeah is it women's or something like yeah so it's like a, uh, yeah. yeah um it's like a youth slash women's extra extra yeah. small of or mitten so wow so when he grows out of those things i'm hoping that i can find stuff that's the next because i still feel like he's going to be just shy of getting into like what you would think of like the typical Grom size, which is our yeah. You know, uh, yeah, little bit bigger yeah. kid. It'll take you a while till you fit into dad's stuff anyway. I think so. <laughs> yeah. So, so Jameson, what kind of advice do you have for any other kids who want to start surfing on the Great Lakes? It might be hard at first, but keep going. Okay. Because it gets a lot funner. And yeah. What about like uh, like any time of the year or board? You or? probably want to go in summer when it's warm on small waves with a long board or a fun board. To yeah. try it out, see if you like it first, right? Yeah. No, being being cold and falling sucks. Mm. So so I, any yeah any anytime any of my friends say what you know I want to take my kid surfing or any of his like you know kids from school. Like the parents are like, hey, you know, can you know we want to go too? Like I always tell them, like, if you want a kid to like something, set them up for success the first few times they do it. You know, if okay. they try something, if they try something the first time and they're flailing and they're uncomfortable and they're cold and it sucks, they're they're not gonna want to do uh, it. But if you're like, hey, it's summertime, it's warm, they want to be in the water. You, you you go out on some small waves with a big board where you're literally just pushing them and they're riding all the way to shore and they're like, I served. Like yeah. that's, that's rewarding. So it's like, that's, yeah. that's the way to start it. You know? Well, and I guess at that age and that size, you don't have to wait for the fall or winter. Like you guys are the perfect size for these summer waves. Yeah. Uh, a little, some of the waves that he gets in the summertime are just these like perfect little, little swells that just kind of come in. And I'm like, I can maybe ride them on a longboard and he's just, just ripping down, you know, carving turns and stuff. Wow, absolutely incredible. So your so your advice to other surfers is just take it slow and don't give up. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy at first. No. 
I think yeah. you know, you know, kids that do other board sports, it definitely helps. You know, if they skateboard or, or snowboard or do other things or paddleboard, mm-hmm. even you know, the balance is probably the hardest thing. You know, because a lot of yeah. you know, you stand on that board and it wants to tip. So you know, the bigger the board, the, the more stable it is. Yeah. yeah. So, Dad, where do you where would you like to see surfing take Jameson, or or how do you what do you want to see him do with surfing in his life? Um. Where would I, you know, where would I like to see him go is just really um, wherever he wants to go with surfing. You know, yeah. I, I want, I want him, I want surfing to help him get to where he wants to go, not stop him from where he would want to go. Like, so mm-hmm. if he says, Hey, I, I would love to, you know, move somewhere where it's warmer and I can surf year round. And, you know, because I want to surf year round in Southern California or, you know, Puerto Rico or somebody who knows whoever he'd want to go. Like if he wants to move somewhere, then awesome. That's great. If he's like, Hey, you know what? I love surfing. and I love being around other surfers. Maybe I want to be in a, a job that has something to do with the surf industry, you know, shaper or a designer or, you know, you know, working in the surf industry. You know, maybe that would be cool. Wow. Um, you know, he, he keeps on saying that he wants to, you know, be pro someday. And I said, well, you gotta, you gotta start practicing real hard if you want to be wow, a pro surfer. Yeah. So but, you uh, yeah, that's a good question. What do you want to be when you grow up? Pro surfer, you said? Yeah, I want to go on WSL. <laughs> nice. You'd be on the World Surfing League. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to see a Great Lakes surfer grow make it to the world tour for sure. <laughs> so, guys, a lot of practicing before then, maybe energy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so wherever wherever it takes them, I, I, that's awesome. I mean, just, you know. It, it, yeah. But at the, very, at the very least, you know, surfing is one of those things that, it just it's makes people happy. I mean, yeah. you talk to anybody who's like surfed their whole life or somebody who surfed once and they're like, wow, that was the stoke is amazing. And it just like, it just, you just feel it. And so for him to be able to do that, the rest of it, to, to be, to love a sport that you can literally do your entire life. I mean, you look at yeah. some people who are really into a sport and like their bodies give out or something, or they can't compete after they get at a certain age, like no surfing, you can do forever. So, yeah. so I'm just excited that he's passionate about something that really he could enjoy for the rest of his life. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so Jameson, do you feel like your parents gave you a gift by getting you in the surfing? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Pretty lucky. eh? like they could have just as easily got you into uh you know gymnastics or something but they <laughs> they showed you surfing you know, we actually had him do gymnastics yeah? when he was okay. uh, when he was like four or five years old and tell you what that's actually a great way to get kids like balance yeah, like, yeah i would think so yeah yeah like he did he, he did a couple um sessions like so each session was you know a couple months long i think he did like two or three sessions of gymnastics and then he did some of those um those um oh what are those those ninja course things where they like hang things he did some of those and then oh, he also did cool. some uh some karate lessons or something like that but all those yeah. things when he was really little were a great way to kind of help build coordination and yeah. balance so yeah yeah absolutely the more sports the better it all contributes wow makes you a better surfer doing all those different things yeah so what do you think jamie your overall impression of introducing the the younger grumps into great lake surfing i i think it's great i think yeah. uh 
Um, you know, there's there, when I was a kid, there was just a handful of my friends, you know, when we were, you know, all about preteen, preteens, you know, maybe late 10, 11, 12 preteen, when we all kind of started getting into surfing. Um, obviously Smolinski got into it younger because of his dad, but yeah. the rest of us who didn't have surfing parents, we got into it you know, about that age, you know? Um, so there wasn't a lot of kids and now it's like, you go out there and it's like, I run into other parents and like, Oh yeah, I want my kid to try it out. Or we go out there, we see other kids. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's, mm. he loves going out and surfing with other kids and, and seeing what they're doing and, and, you know, talking to each other and hanging out. Um, yeah, the more the merrier. I think it's, it, I think it's only going to help our sport and help, uh, help the Great Lakes out. It has been uh, so awesome to have you here. I've been stoked to have you on. I think I feel more stoked since having you on and, and you've just uh, sort of given more of that to me and got me all excited, even more excited to go surfing. So thank you for doing that, Jameson. Um, you got anything you want to, anything you want to promote or plug before we go? Where can people connect with you online? How do they find you on Instagram? Just surf. Search Great Lakes Surf Grom. So it's at Great Lakes Surf Grom, correct? Yep. Yes. All right. So is that um, so? G R E A T L A K E S. Is there two S's for lakes yep. and surf Grom? Okay. So uh, great. No, great, great Lakes Surf Grom. Yep. Okay, Great Lakes Surf Grom. Find them on Instagram. Again, like I said, I've loved having you on the show. And I can't wait to get out in the water together and go surfing. When I come to Grand Haven, I'll definitely be looking for you guys. And if you ever come up to Canada to go surfing, let me know. I'd love to take you out on our beautiful uh, Lake Huron or out at Lake, Lake Ontario, Toronto. There's some really good surf out there. Yeah. But in the meantime, yeah. In the meantime, guys, stay stoked. That's all for season two, episode number seven of Permastoked. I hope you guys enjoyed the return and enjoyed listening and watching to that very special Father's Day episode. Again, I want to say mahalo to both Jamie and Jameson Walter, the Great Lakes Surf Grum, for being on the show. I mean, man, was that ever inspirational and just so precious. Um, and also, you can connect with them on Instagram at Great Lakes Surf Grum. And as well, before I let you go, Jameson would just like to say a special mahalo to his sponsors as he's super stoked for all their support. At M22Life in Traverse City, Michigan. At No Coast Surfboards in Grand Rapids, Michigan. At Third Coast Surf Shop in St. Joseph, Michigan. And at Wingman underscore Water in Royal Oak, Michigan. Mahalo. to give a big mahalo to Mark Malibu and the Wasegas for providing our intro music Hey Chihuahua off their 2019 album Crash Monster Beach and our outro music End of Summer off their 2017 album Return of the Wasegas. For more information visit www.wasegas.com. Mahalo to the Planet Smashers as well and Stomp Records for allowing us to play Surfing in Tofino off their 1999 album Life of the Party. You can visit them at www.stomprecords.com. And to the Scrapes, mahalo for providing Wait and See off your 2018 self-titled album, Scrapes. 
For more information on Scrapes, visit www.scrapesmusic.bandcamp.com. But of course, mahalo to all you great listeners out there. We are so thankful that you chose to join us for this episode, and we look forward to providing you with even more awesome content in the future. More episodes are certainly on their way, but in the meantime, make sure to go back and listen to our previous episodes. And don't miss an episode ever again by subscribing on the Alexa app, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever it is, man, that you get your podcast, we are there. So please let us know how we're doing. Leave us a rating and a review. And don't forget to share this with your friends and family over social media or by spreading the word in the lineup. You can learn more about Freshwater Surf Goods and check out our products and services at www.freshwatersurfgoods.com. You can even sign up for our newsletter so you can stay up to date on new products, new episodes of Permastoke, events, our surf sup and yoga schedules, and other exciting news. And hey, you can even find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Freshwater Surf Goods. But if you're a part of the surf or sup industry, or a surfaholic wanting to connect with your tribe and stay informed as to what's happening all across the Great Lakes and the Canadian surf scene, then join our Facebook group, the All Canadian Surf and Sub Club. And as well, if you've got an idea for a collaboration, you'd like to recommend a future guest, you'd like to invite me to an event or book me to teach surf, sup, or yoga, or maybe you want to carry our products in your store, or your company is interested in being a sponsor of this show, or for anything else, hit me up on social media or email me at Derek at freshwatersurfgoods.com. That's Derek, D-E-R-I-K at freshwatersurfgoods.com. I look forward to next time, Freshies, and getting to know you all better. In the meantime, I'm your host, Derek Hyatt. Mahalo, keep surfing, and stay stoked.